Yellow, and welcome to Okie Anime Podcast. I'm Bach. <laughs> and I'm Insane Paulson. What's up, everybody? Hope y'all are doing well this week. We uh, got an anime that we were supposed to watch called Suppose a Kid from the Last Dungeon Boonies Moved to a Starter Town, made by Leiden Films. And Universal. What, did you, what was your main thoughts on this, Kyle? Oh, dude, I loved this show so freaking much. It was probably the best anime I've ever watched. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, dude, it was trash. <laughs> it was shit. I hated this anime. I All right, so when I was watching it, I could only watch one episode at a time. It took me a long time to get through the first few episodes. Yeah. And even then, I it was a struggle just to watch the rest of it for me. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, it was a little bit of a surprise with the Universal Studios entrance before every episode. Yeah. I didn't I know that like Universal it. Studios was involved. I started watching another anime with Universal Studios involved with it, too. I didn't, really? know, I didn't know Universal themselves were in the anime game. Not neither. Like, they are. But I guess they're pretty big into it. Well, before we get deep into this, what else have you been watching this week? Uh, I've been watching a lot of Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> God, I hate this fucking guy right here. Why do I keep doing this shit with him? <laughs> uh, what else have I been watching? What have you been watching? Well, I've been watching all my weeklies. Everybody knows what I've been doing there, but I've been watching a little bit of One Piece too, trying to get uh, caught up. Where are you at on that one? I'm way back. Way back. Yeah, started. way, way back. I started it. I got you. You're still on the Going Mary, ain't you? Yeah, I'm still on the Going Mary. That's I, uh, I'm past Alabasta. I can't exactly remember exactly where I am right now. Golly, it's been like a week. Alabasta arc. Oh my gosh. That arc is like. I love for, it. It's forever and a day long. I liked it, but golly, it, it took forever to get through it. Yeah, it did. I like the movie better. No, I didn't watch the movie. The movie I didn't watch covers... any of the One Piece films except for Red because that one came out in theaters last year. I got you. And that's the only one that I actually watched. And that was different. It was, a, it was like a musical. What? But it was solid. It was solid. A musical? It was like a musical. In a oh, way. Oda, what are you doing? But it wasn't because like Luffy or anyone was singing. It was all... I can't even remember what her name is. Uh, I can't remember what it is. But the red-haired girl. Tommy? No, no, no. This one, you've never seen her before. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. This one's like literally red, not orange, like literally oh, red. Okay. I probably haven't seen her. Yeah, I, I can't remember what her name is now. It's been a long time. But I'm I'm at the arc where they find Brooke. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't get that eye pitch, but yeah. Yep. I think that was honestly a very terrible impression of what that was. I mean... It was all right. It wasn't the best. I, I like uh, I like the voice actor, the English voice actor for Brooke. He's uh, really good. He does the voice acting for Whis in Dragon Ball Super as well. Dude, why? Why? <laughs> I don't know, man. I, just, I don't have a passion of hate for Dragon Ball or anything like that. It's just, you just like to talk shit on my stuff, don't yeah, you? Yeah, the stuff that you like the best, that's what I like to talk shit on. And then I started a new anime last night uh, called Shanna? Something, something, Shanna? <laughs> Let's see what it's called. What's uh, it about? Shakugan no Shanna. It's about um, about this high school kid. He uh, 
he runs into the and runs into this guy or this girl, and uh, she's basically like a I guess you can call her like a, a demon slayer type person. And uh, I don't know, it's really hard to get into because I'm mean, a demon slayer type person. Well, she carries around a sword and she kills like uh, demons. Okay. Yeah. So it. I, I guess it's kind of like a. I think that's right up your alley, then. Yeah, it's it's kind of darker. It talks about uh, how people are just shells, basically, and don't really matter. It was it's kind it kind of went dark. So she's like a, wants to be a mass murderer. No, 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 no. She actually uh, protects. I don't know. It, it's <laughs> it's weird. I'm only like three three episodes in. It hasn't really said. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, let's dig into this anime a little bit. Oh my god. <sighs> Episode one was a very hard watch for me. Um, right off the bat, saw the Universal Studios things. I said, "What the fuck?" I didn't. I honestly didn't know they had a hand in anything with anime. Yeah. But as soon as it opened up, I saw in my head it was Digimon animation. <laughs> And then I heard Pokemon music. <laughs> I mean, I can see that now. And I was kind of bopping through it. I was all good with it. And it was pretty good. And then we uh, see Shoma, the older brother of Lloyd. Yeah. Lloyd's our main character, by the way. Somewhat of the main character. He's definitely our main character. Yeah, yeah, he is the main character just because the, the creator said so. But I, when we follow this story, he... He kind of takes the side character approach, too. Yeah, he kind of does. It seems like all of his harem. Yeah, his harem. His whole entire harem. Yeah. Everybody's basically a main cast. So I can see that because it's like he said, he feels like he's the support to them or he can't do this without them. Yeah. They feel the same way about him. Yeah. And really, the focus, I feel like, was more on Alka, Marie. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, I feel the fucking same way. Belt girl, god damn, I fucking hated belt girl, bro. Belt, oh my belt god, girl. fuck, Celine, oh my god, uh, dude, she got on my nerves, bro. I was ready to blow my brains out after episode four, dude. Really? Yeah, I hated her. I disliked her greatly throughout the whole series. It, I feel like sh- she didn't need to be there, honestly. I mean, I don't think she did either. She really didn't play a big role in anything. She was just the obsessive love aspect of Lloyd. Yeah. And she was the only one that was like super obsessed. Yeah. Everybody else was flirting with Lloyd and everybody else wanted to be with Lloyd. But she was the one that was like, get the fuck away from him. Yeah, she was heated all the time. Him. Yeah. Popping up, messing stuff up between him and Rio. I liked Rio. <laughs> I did too. I did. I think if he were if he were to pick one, it'd be between Philo, the blonde chick, or whatever, yeah. and then uh, Rio. That's how I how I would go about it. I don't know. I kind of liked Marie, but I like Rio the best. You like Marie because she's a princess. Yeah, money, dude. Who <laughs> <laughs> ain't gonna want to step into that kind of? <laughs> Nah. They say money doesn't buy happiness, but whenever you're bro- broke, bitch, I think it does. <laughs> it, it would literally solve every single one of my problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no <I'm> kidding. <laughs> uh, 
But anyway, we get into this episode, and Shoma's the older brother of Lloyd. They're sitting there, and he just got back into town. I guess he's been venturing around, and he became a soldier in Lloyd's eyes. That's what Lloyd thinks, anyway. Yeah. And he gives him this book with a dragon on it, and Lloyd's pretty excited, and he wants to be just like his older brother. I don't think it's his real older brother. No, it's it's not. Like, they're all from this village, but... Well, you can tell their complexion's completely different. I mean, yeah, but not every sibling looks the same, either. Well, that's true. You're right. You're right. Half so siblings. anyway, Lloyd wants to be just like his older brother. So I think, a, would you say a few years pass before he leaves the village? Yeah, it's uh, before Lloyd leaves. Yeah, before Lloyd leaves. Because uh, Shoma is in that episode at the very beginning, and then he leaves immediately after he's introduced, basically to go back out on the road. Right. I I think it. I think there is a big time skip. Yeah. So I think there's a bit of a time jump there, yeah. and Lloyd ends up leaving the village and. He's saying goodbye to everybody in the village. It's a tough leave. He's never left before. And everybody there, it's basically a giant family that all take care of each other. And we don't know anything about this village at all. Nope, none. But we end up leaving, and he ends up going to the capital city. And he goes to Marie's shop. And she's, what would you call her? I'd say she's like an alchemist in a way. Alchemist witch. Yeah, alchemist witch. So. He ends up showing up at her shop. She doesn't know who he is, right? No, she she doesn't know. She doesn't know who he is until he tells her where he's from. Yeah, so they're from the same place, I yeah. think. Yep, they are. So Lloyd shows up, and he he wants to give her a gift because he was told to go to this place. Yep. And it's a crystal ball. And all of a sudden, <laughs> Alka just appears out of thin air. Out of the crystal and ball. And she is the leader that is immortal and she's lived for hundreds, maybe thousands of years. Yep. And she's the leader of Kunlun. Is that what it's called? Their city? Kunlun. Kunlun. Yeah. Okay. So she's the leader of Kunlun and she appears and she hasn't seen Marie in a long time. Yeah. Cause Marie kind of went on a hiatus and, uh, yeah. kind of disappeared from everybody. I think she ran away from that life. Yeah. I think she wanted to live in the city rather than, being a farmer, agriculturist. Well, I I think we're getting a little mixed up here because I, she is a princess, remember? Yeah, she is. And I think Alka trained her in fun. Life. Okay, so it was just training. Yeah, training, I believe. Because okay. remember later on... Yeah, she's we, not as powerful as everybody from Kunlun, so... No. I think Alka was just her teacher. Cause she calls her master, you know what I mean? Yeah. And all that stuff, so... Uh, She's not from Cumberland. She's from the place where she is right now. Okay. So anyway, there's Lloyd shows up, and he's explaining that it took him four whole days to get to the capital. Yeah. And she's like, wow, you must have got some really good trains because it would have taken a lot longer. <laughs> yeah. And he says, no, no I, I ran. ran. <laughs> and he, he goes, my grandfather says he would have beat that time easy. <laughs> yeah. So it's a so all of a sudden we're starting to figure out here that he's a little OP right off the bat because I mean on his journey there too he was he said that he was fighting giant crickets and I don't know what else was giant and on the way giant there. insects I think yeah it was a bunch of giant insects and Marie was just befuddled because she was like those are actual monsters that you're yeah. killing on your way here on a four day venture yeah and he 
he he seems kind of naive, really. Oh, God, uh, dude, that's what drove me fucking insane. He's so fucking stupid and naive. I mean, he's pure, but pure-hearted, too pure-hearted. And it was just a terrible way to go about this, in my opinion. He didn't like. He's OP as f, bro. And he doesn't realize it. Like he's swatting away these guys, and everybody struggles. He's, he's saving everyone. He's, yeah, he's one. He's literally one punching all he's these. He's not even one punching. He's one flicking or one yeah. swooshing his hand like it's fucking air. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I mean, it was a terrible time. Yeah. There's that train. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anywho. Anyways, back to the episode. Yep, so he runs in. So he's wanting to go to the academy, and he tells Marie this, that he wants to be a soldier. And she ends up telling him to go to the square and that she's not responsible for him and his well-being and all this other stuff. And then Alka basically threatens her. Yeah. She puts to, a curse on yeah, her. Yeah, she puts a curse on her to take care of Lloyd. Yeah. So eventually he ends up going to the... What was it? It was like a little soldier test, a military test. Yeah. And that's where he's on his way there, and he runs into Belt Girl. Yep. So Belt Girl has a belt all over her head. She can't. She's never been able to remove it. Her father's neglected her because she looks terrible. Yeah. I mean, she looks literally like she was... She looks like Boo Radley stuffed in the bottom of a fucking house. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if y'all know who Boo Radley is, but uh, yeah, if you get the reference, you get it. Yeah. <laughs> so this is what this girl looks like, and he saves her. He's super nice to her, asking her, if she, asking her if she's okay, and then he runs away to make it to the training. Well, he. He saves her, and then he, like, wipes her face off. Yeah, he, he cleans her up. She falls in love. Well, it's crazy, because that belt so that's all over her face is, like, enchanted. That's why it's there. That's why she can't take it off, because it's, like, a curse. And then he has this little napkin with a little uh, rune emblem on it, and he wipes her face, and then it comes off. Yeah, because he, so the humans don't use rune magic. In this anime, they use the casting magic, and then there's one more form too that I can't remember what it was. But there's casting, rune, and one other. I, I don't. Know. And the people from Kunlun are specialized with using rune magic. Yeah, it's like old, 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 old magic that nobody else uses. Yeah, but this is like on a whole different scale of powerful. Yeah. So he does that. He cleans her. She falls in love. Does she, the belt fall off at this point? Or yeah, the okay, belt falls so, off immediately. So the belt falls off because it took away the enchantment. Yep. And then it kind of kind of gave its own life to it. Yep. So now it has its own mind. Now and... she's Dr. Ock. Because... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she's exactly like Doc Ock. And it's, it's portrayed exactly like that, too, because those arms, they have a Dude, mind of their own yep, Spider-Man. They, yep, exactly. And they're defending Dr. Octavius. Yep. And now these arms are defending her out of nowhere too. But she thinks it's because there's the, it's the love for Lloyd that she has yeah. that they're defending her. <laughs> no, that ain't it, lady. <laughs> yep. And then so anyway, we run into 
couple other people. We actually meet Rio Rio here too at the training, but she's uh she's from a town of mercenaries, correct? Uh, she's from an orphanage. Or well, she's from the orphanage, but she goes to the or she was she was trained as a mercenary. Yeah, she was. Sure. Tra- yeah, she was trained as a mercenary. So we run into her. Are we on episode two? I don't even fucking know. Because I don't think we got introduced to Rio until episode two. Okay. So episode one is pretty much done. Because they leave off. Wait, hold on. Okay, so they they're showing all the, they're introducing all the <laughs> applicants though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. We're still on episode so, one. Yeah. Yep, so right. what happens is that we show up to the to the training, and you're you're getting a view of all the applicants. They're all standing in a square. You've got the higher ups looking down from a building, and they're talking. They're pointing out the really special ones. So they're pointing out everybody except for Lloyd because nobody knows who Lloyd is. Right. So you have they pointed out Belt Girl, but I want to say she still had. No, she got picked on beforehand. Before yeah. the belt fell off, Alan yeah. Lidocaine, like the fucking muscle rub. <laughs> yeah. He he was picking on her. Yeah. Because it's making the up like the superior people look bad because she's there. Yeah. So Alan Lidocaine is another one of these. He's in the main group of people. Of, of harem. He's, he, he He's wants... not in the harem, but he wants one of the girls in the harem. All the girls in the harem. <laughs> I think he wants Lloyd. But, I don't think he wants Lloyd. I think that he just wants to get laid by one of those chicks. <laughs> Honestly, man, he's he always right. asking for somebody to look at him instead of Lloyd. He's jealous is what he is. Well, yeah. He's he's just not on the scale of belt girl jealous. Right, I got you. So anyway, we get um so her belt's off now and he's like if you could remove it the whole time, why didn't you just remove it? So they're looking down on him, they're bickering. Yep. And then we move over. They're looking at Rio on a bench. Rio's sitting there with her mechanical arm, and they're calling her the one-armed mercenary, I think is what it was, right? Yep. So she's a notorious merc- mercenary from the Flavin region, and she's got numerous warrants. She's dangerous is what they, they make her seem. Yeah. They make her seem very dangerous <laughs> is what it is. Yeah. And... uh Rio, she was impressed with the number of promising candidates because she's also scouting all yep. these people. But she sees Lloyd, and Lloyd gets near her. And she, and she gets this massive, powerful aura from him. Yeah, And like light, it's a, yeah. all of a sudden, a scary face approaches from the back, and it's like all dark energy. Yep. Even though he's the most pure-hearted guy in this, yep. he's, he's just got massive strength, and she can feel that. Everybody can feel it. Yeah. Even the captains of the guard. Yeah, everyone there is just like holy shit yeah like who is this guy yep so he's completely unknown and uh he starts talking to rio and then belt girl of course comes in starts getting jealous already and she's she kind of walks into their conversation and she's trying to force rio to introduce herself just to find out who she truly is and all this other stuff but that got a little awkward for me too. Just like she's pushing on this one person she's never met before because she's met this one guy one time. Right. The way they did Celine, it. God dang, dude, it was just annoying. Yep. 
they over overdid her character a yeah. lot. Yep. So uh, Rio questions the general and asks Lloyd or asks what Lloyd is, and he answers, "He's just a volunteer." Yeah. And then he understands the captain or the general understands that if everyone there were to attack Lloyd at once, he doesn't know if they could win. That's just how powerful the Lloyd Lloyd's aura is. Yeah. So Lloyd in this episode caught everyone's attention. We learned a little bit about him. He's from a different town. He's just a volunteer. He wants to be like his brother. Shoma. Yep, he wants to be like Shoma. We he already has a harem growing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then at the end of episode one, I think it was post credit where he looks at the list. Maybe it was right before the credits. But and sees that Lloyd's not he's, on there. Yeah, he, Lloyd's looking at it and he's like, My name's not here. Yeah. So that's whenever we go to episode two. Yep. So we clip over to episode two and everyone in class is stunned and upset for one reason or another that Lloyd's Lloyd didn't there. pass. Like he, everyone's super did. surprised because he passed all the physical exams. Like he blasted them, blasted everybody out of the water. Even the captain guy, he was. Yeah. Even the captain guy was stunned and he was yeah. questioning why Lloyd didn't get in, but it's because he's a dumbass mentally. <laughs> I don't think he's a well. Yeah, yes, he, is, he is. He's a dumbass. He's literally he's an stupid. idiot. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Lloyd tries to get a part-time job just so that way he can stay in the city. Yeah. So he's walking around and he actually comes across the former captain of the guard who's working across the street. I want it right from Marie's, right or next door, or something uh, like that. Something like that. it's close. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty close to where he's staying. His name's Chrome. And, yep, his name's Chrome, and he owns a bar, restaurant type bar of thing. Bar and grill. Yep. And he's does he tell him that he doesn't really need help? But then he feels a strong aura, and he's like, "Okay, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll take you in." Yeah. Just so he can watch him. Yep. And everyone is still looking for Lloyd. Nobody has any idea where he is. They're on a manhunt right now just to try to get him to come back and try again or something like that. Yeah, they're all looking I don't for know him. what their intentions are because if he didn't pass, he didn't pass, but it's not like they're going to change anybody's mind except for maybe the general. Right. I got you. So I really didn't understand what the intentions of looking for him were except for Belt Girls because she was absolutely infatuated well, with this kid. We they get a mission, don't they? Are we... Did we already pass that part? Don't they get a mission to go look for the princess? And that's why they got to look for Lloyd to, to to get him. That'll like get him into the academy. Oh, okay. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, that's why they initially go looking for Lloyd. Okay. So they, the uh, it's Rio and Celine. They're walking, and then they uh, <clears throat> they're like, "We need Lloyd so he can help us go find the princess." This and that, blah blah blah. Then. They go into this restaurant, don't they? Yeah, they go into or do they go into there or Marie's? I think it's they go into the restaurant and they order something and he's in there. Oh yes. So Rio and the captain go into the restaurant where he works. Yeah. And the place is usually grimy and uh dark. Yeah. And they walk in, and it's squeaky clean. Then they order some food, and the food gets brought out, and it's absolutely delicious. So they're stunned completely. And then the captain starts questioning the former captain. He's like, 
what happened here? And he's like, oh, we got a new hire. Yeah. And then Lloyd walks out of the door and they just jump from their seats, basically. Yeah. So <clears throat> he goes to, after that, they're having a conversation about him. And he just walks out and goes to take out the trash. Like, he knows he still has his jobly duties to do. Yeah. And he just, he doesn't take anything from it that these two people that just turned him down <laughs> are in his restaurant now. So he goes to take out the trash and there's a giant pile of trash there and a giant grasshopper appears and he slings it into the sky with ease. He flicks it. Yep. He? Uh, something like that. And then he sees Marie walk into an alleyway while he's outside. Yep. Then two guys decide to follow him, saying they heard a fight, and then also Lloyd follows. Marie's heading that direction. You hear that per the person you care about is yeah. there's a fight in that direction, and two guys follow her randomly. Yeah, I think he's gonna follow. Yeah. So then Lloyd finds Belt Girl defending herself against this high-standing dickhead, Alan Lidocaine. <laughs> high-standing dickhead. Yes. He is a little dickhead these first two episodes. Yeah, I, mean, I, I hated him too. Like yeah. I was I, I really did not like him at first. I ended up like him, but I hate him now. Yeah. Then everybody ends up in this one area. the captain, Belt Girl, Rio, Alan. And Alan wants to take one punch to the face from Lloyd to show how tough he is. Like he's just trying to get bragging rights. Because Lloyd was definitely the most powerful, and everybody got to see that, so he just wants to take this one punch to the face to prove that he's tough. I guess I missed that part. Yeah, no, this this was standing in the square. Okay, yeah, and then Marie comes down yes, and saves Marie him. Marie saves yeah. him and picks it into tornado. Yeah, coming from the sky, yeah. picks up Lloyd, takes him out of there, and it literally stops one inch from his fucking face. Yep, I re I remember now. And she's like, "You know, you could have killed him." Yeah, and Lloyd's not supposed to make a big fuss in the capital. Otherwise, he goes home. Yep. They're not supposed to get inter. They're not supposed to intervene in any human. Anybody from. God dang car. Mic drop. <laughs> Anybody from Cunlan can't interfere with normal human uh, problems. Yeah. So we find out there that they're not actually human in us. Right. You could say. They're like superhumans. Yep. So anyway, that's where we end is Marie picking him up and flying away. Yep. And then it next episode picks off right there again, don't it? It's yep. them talking on the roof. Yep. Lloyd's thanking Marie for saving him from killing that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then the foreman captain of the guard, Chrome, we find out that they know each other. Yeah. In the next clip. Yep. So he... he Bends a knee to her and says, it's very nice to see you again, old friend, or whatever. And that's where I started getting the feeling that she was higher than what she put yeah. off. Yeah, yep. Because you have the former captain of the guard who ran away or quit his position. Yeah. And then everybody's looking for a royal princess. So that's where it really yep. started clicking yep. for me. Yeah, this is where everything started yep. pointing towards uh, her being... The Lost Princess. Yep. So he tells Lloyd that he's needed at the restaurant while him and Marie have a chat. <clears throat> and he starts talking about a summit that's about to go down Thursday. And they're going to declare war on what was it, GU? It's another capital or something like that. Uh, they're about to go into war because the, I didn't, I didn't the king catch... is acting batshit crazy right now. I didn't catch that name. Okay. 
Jews. It's just another capital, I think, is what it is. But I got you. They're about to go to war because the the king, he's going crazy. They really need their, his princess daughter to take over. Yeah. And she's missing. So that's why everybody's looking for is because they want to prevent this war. Yeah. It's unnecessary and they're just <clears throat> they don't need it. So I think at this point that Marie and Chrome basically have the same goals. Yeah. And I think that Marie used to work for the king. That's what I put in my notes that I thought that she used to work for him. I I started I as soon as that dude bent the knee to her, it clicked in my head. That's the princess. Well, I didn't think that it was the princess, but I thought that it would might have been his. So he was the captain. I, right. I, I thought it might have been his superior. Right. I got you. And I thought that she was just even more powerful than him. And I got you. Got you. I just thought it was like a standing. Like I didn't think that she was the princess right then. You thought he? She was just a higher <clears throat> up than him. Yeah. I got you. And then we find out Marie is the fucking princess right at that next scene. (laughs) As soon as I wrote down that note, we find out, boom, Marie's the princess. (laughs) And we knew in there, we knew, of course, Chrome knew. And that's why the knee was bent. And then Belt Girl and Rio should have figured it out. But I think Rio started to a little bit whenever she she entered the restaurant. When they were talking. Yeah. Marie's house or whatever. Yeah. Uh, she started catching on. She was like, there's something you need to tell us. Yep. There's she started questioning you, yeah. her, pushing her. Yep. I don't know. How did she start to figure that? I can't remember what it was that tipped her off. It's just the way she looked. No, was it wasn't just the look. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All she they had, had different. Pic- all they had the picture. Had That's was, right. Uh, Marie just had glasses on. Yeah, it was just, there's the picture they had. Yeah. And, right. and Rio, she's, she's smarter than your average harem member <laughs> yeah yep so uh marie she's a he fig- lloyd figures out or figures that marie might be the hero of the capital i don't know what he meant by that whenever he said it but he begs her to let him help and she tells him basically he's weak and goes off disappointed because and she tells him this because she's not allowed to get him involved in these human problems human affairs yep so she disappoints him, and she admits to the girls that she's the princess, and they ask why she pushed Lloyd away like that, and she tells them exactly that. She's not allowed to involve him in human issues, and he or he has to go home. His homeland, Rio thought, was only in fairy tales. So Kunlun to humans is just, it's a fairy tale. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. ever seen it. Nobody's actually ever been there. Yeah. And I'm assuming that they have a rule that they're not allowed to talk about it, really. Or show anyone where it is. Right. And then that's probably just to keep it safe. Well, it's by the last dungeon. Yeah. That's why uh, nobody goes there. Because, I, I don't know, I guess because there's actual dungeons. <laughs> no, I mean, there were a lot of dungeons in this. Yeah. I think we hit three or four of them. Yeah, we did. So, Alka appears and Marie. They're are, up on the roof. Yep, they're up on the roof and comes through. The teleportation Marie's, crystal. Yeah, Marie's up in the well, trying, trying to. <laughs> Marie's <laughs> trying to grab her composure, yep. and then Alka shows up and puts a curse on her for throwing her down the well. Yep. <laughs> but she ends up. But Alka ends up actually thanking her for keeping Lloyd out of this mess. Yeah. And uh, we find out that the current captain, 
that the guy that was looking over all the candidates ended up being the bad guy. Yep. He was, uh, but we find out that he was taken over. Uh, he wasn't actually a bad guy. He was under the influence of some sort of, uh, what was it? Do they, do they, do they call them all tray tray ants? A treant. A treant. Yeah. So are they all that way? Like everybody that turns into a bad guy, I think is a treant. Yeah. So what is it? Uh, like a potion? It's not really. Uh, it's like a orb of some sort, right? I, I'm pretty sure there's an orb that's controlling everyone because it. we find out that the demon lord is the king. He took over the king's body. Right. And he starts to use like potions and he uses this orb that they've been searching for to take over other people within the capital, higher ups in the capital. I gotcha. So, but next scene, we find out that um, Demon Lord Abaddon did all of this and was trying to kill Marie. Marie fell for his tricks and turned into, or turned and fell in. Marie fell for his tricks (laughs) because he turned into her father. Yeah. The king. So she, uh, he turned into this nice guy when she was just about to kill him. And then she missed her chance to actually do so. And that's where this episode ends. Yep. And then it picks up right at that part again. And she's distraught because that's her daddy. Yep. And it was, it was, I fucking laughed at this part because (laughs) she starts. So the episode opens up and she's talking to the demon Lord. Yeah. And she's like, you're going to regret this while she's running away. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because she figured out, she in her head she was processing and she was like lloyd can't do anything that's within human relations yeah but this is way past that so yeah. she's like now i'm gonna go get lloyd yep so <laughs> now she's running away and he's running after her yep so lloyd saved uh one of the soldiers hiding from the cricket was that alan that was hiding yeah that was alan so he saves alan he's hiding behind a couple boxes because there's a dr- giant cricket in the middle of town and he starts talking to lloyd about how scared he is and then lloyd was talking about he remembers his first encounter with a monster and his first encounters with like this giant fucking skeleton demon that looking yeah. thing and i was like all right that's on a whole different scale of fucking scary <laughs> <laughs> So, but that actually helped Alan become brave enough. And then we see Alan, he picks up that axe that he has and it might've been a sword. I don't remember, but he ends up slicing the next cricket's head off with these. So he, he manned up. He's more brave now. Yeah. He got a little pep talk from Lloyd. Yep. So then, uh, Alka is up in the sky in the next scene in some like magic circle. Yeah. And she's now realized that all of this is Abaddon's minions. So she can't stay out of it any longer. Yep. So this was a, the next scene was another funny part for me. Belt Girl and Rio were facing off against the captain. And Belt Girl is begging for a nude reveal so Lloyd can come save her. Do you remember that? Like she was begging, oh, just do a slight nude reveal. (laughs) I don't remember that. Oh my God. So she thinks that because if she's nude, <laughs> Lloyd will come and save her. I didn't see that part. I guess but I was funny. too busy he's, taking he, notes down right he there. He starts the attack, and then the belt's just de- blocking fucking everything. 
Oh yeah, yeah. That's so when... she can't get that nude reveal because the belt's blocking it. Yep. So then she calls it Operation Light Nudity. Really? Yes. This I guess I was I didn't pay attention during this part or something. <laughs> this funny. is new to me. Oh yeah, no, it was funny as shit, dude. I was dying laughing. And then Lloyd arrives right after and doesn't understand how someone who became a soldier can betray them because she or he looks up to them. Right. He doesn't understand why a soldier would do this, but he doesn't understand that these people aren't themselves. Right. He don't understand a whole lot. Really. He, he's just very naive. Everybody else realizes what's going on, and he's just, I don't know, man. Complete opposite, usually. It drives me crazy because he's a super powerful guy, but he's so fucking naive and dumb. The way they did this OP character, they didn't, I, I don't know what their vision was, but I don't like the way they did him. Yeah. But anyway, we've got Captain Bug, is what I call him. I did too. Did you? Yeah. yeah so <laughs> I call him Captain Bug, and he attacks Lloyd, and with the flick of a wrist, Lloyd blocks him. He blocks the first punch and then smacks his head down into the floor. And then Lloyd starts using talk no jutsu like Naruto. And he's trying to and he gets him to actually turn back to his normal self a little bit. Yeah. He's like back and forth between the Trayan and the and himself. Right. And he starts begging for peace. That's what the captain wants. He's like, I just want there to be peace. And that's where I'm like, all right, we're starting to pull a little bit from Naruto. Let's, yeah. let's pull it back a little bit. Yeah. He should have just fucking wiped his ass out. Should have, but he yep. didn't. So Lloyd is Lloyd is so naive. He believes that the captain got so drunk that he put on this costume and started raising hell. Yeah, that right there. And that's just all, me and off. that's in his own head. That pissed me off. I was just like, like, where do you come with up with this assumption? It's like, how do you even two plus two makes four, not six? Yeah, you know what I mean. So I mean, it's just I can't I can't wrap my head around anything that goes through Lloyd's mind, honestly. But Lloyd dodges the punch from him because he turns back because it pisses him off. He's like, I didn't get drunk. So he turns back into the fucking tree. Yeah. So Lloyd dodges the punch, completely bridges backwards, and he slings forward, accidentally headbutts him, and the tray pinballs around the fucking room. Yeah. So then he starts worrying about Marie, and she comes busting through the door and jumping on him as Belt Girl gets jealous. Hate Bell Girl. <laughs> I know. And the Demon King shows up right after that. He's got little shit marks all over his face. <laughs> and then uh, Lloyd doesn't understand, and he thinks that the fucking king is drunk and in costume too. Oh my god! And that was times too irritating for me. Yeah, this is where I was just like, oh my god, why do you got to be so naive? Yep. And then Marie was like. Do that, or Belt Girl, or was it Belt Girl or Marie? They're like, do that thing on the napkin where you write the rune on there and you clean up. Uh, I think it was Belt Girl. Okay, so Belt Girl's like, do that thing where you rub that thing on my face. Yeah. And then he's like, okay. So he goes and starts cleaning off the king's fucking face. And that is how we defeat Demon Lord Abaddon. By a fucking napkin. A fucking napkin with a rune on it. And he's literally standing there. The king's just letting him do it. That's the worst part about it. 
the king doesn't, or not the king, but the demon lord doesn't even try to run yeah. away or anything like that. He stands there. He's literally rubbing his face back and forth 50 times trying to get the little specks off. And he's just standing there. Yeah, it pissed me off. That's no, it was it was terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. I, and for our first big quote unquote enemy. Yeah. We defeat him with a fucking napkin. Yep, you serious? In, in my notes, right at this point, I said, Lloyd is an idiot. That's all I really have to say. <laughs> <laughs> so then we they're at the festival now. So everybody's happy. The Damon Lord's gone. The trans gone. And everybody's starting to get back to normal a little bit. Peace is returning. Yep. So Lloyd's at the festival and he sees Shoma for the first time, his older brother. Yep. Since he, he made it to the capital. Yep. So they, I don't know if there's like a big hug or anything like that. I can't remember, but he sees him. He's, he's excited. I know that. Yeah. And then immediately, um, Alka finds Lloyd, and Shoma's gone. Immediately. He disappears right after they show Alka's face. Yeah. So then he's looking around, and he's telling Alka that, hey, Shoma was here just a second ago. So now his brother's gone. He's not going to see him again for a while. Yeah, I thought that was kind of weird at first. It's yeah. like, why did he disappear? Then we find out later why. Yeah. So uh, after this event, after the event with the Demon Lord, Lloyd has now achieved his first step of becoming a soldier. He is now considered a soldier of the capital. Yeah, because... He looks all fancy in his uniform. Yeah, the only reason why he got into the Academy is because they found the princess. Yes. And the princess was Marie. Yep. And they're actually going to let her live the life that she wants to live instead of coming back and being a princess, which no kingdom in the world would ever do, I don't think. So, no, that's very unlike anything I've ever seen whenever it comes to being a princess. <laughs> Usually they take her and lock her away in the dungeon until she understands what she did wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you stay in that tower. You repent for your sins. <laughs> Hell yeah. So anyway, that's the end of episode four. Oh, that was just episode four? Yeah, dog. Golly, we still got like 18 episodes I'm to go. I'm telling you, bro, this fucking thing was a damn drag. I fucking hated Ooh. this thing. All right, I didn't hate it, but I hated Boy. I hated Belt Girl. Every other character was tolerable for me. It was yeah. like any other fantasy show out there, but like I, I was cool with it. I gotcha. Anyway, episode five opens up with uh, Lloyd on a wagon with Marie heading to some village. And there's a sword in the sword, sword in the stone type thing, and Lloyd's about to become King Arthur. He pull. They're saying that whoever pulls a sword becomes it the can rule the world. Ruler. Yeah, they they can rule the world. And then oh. Lloyd walks up to the stone and literally Here just pulls it out like it's a fucking feather sticking out of a fucking haystack. So yeah, because he's so damn OP. Yep. So uh, we clip over to soldiers are doing cardio. And everyone is exhausted. We see Rio breathing super hard and Lloyd's literally blazing around the track and making circles around them. Then they clip over to the soldiers practicing magic using fire spells. Um, Belt Girl and Rio, they're comp kind of competing in a way, I would say. Belt Girl does hers first and it's actually pretty fucking weak looking. Yeah. But I think it's impressive that they're able to do it so quickly after joining. Yeah. And um, it looked pretty weak. Rio walks up, and it's a little bit more powerful. Still pretty weak, but it's more powerful. And then she just looks at Belker like, hot bitch. <laughs> so uh, then Lloyd walks up, 
blows it to fucking smithereens. Thing's yeah. gone. They're gone. Yep. And everybody's surprised. Yep. Then uh, we clip over to Marie's shop and the mercenary sisters. The two blondes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They uh, show up looking for Rio because we find out that she's from their village. Yep. Or capital. I don't, I don't even know where they're actually from, but it seems pretty big from the way that they describe it. Yeah. Because, I mean, they have a whole entire academy themselves there. It's the yep. Mercenary Academy. It's not a soul. They're not soldiers. Well, it's a whole like, other city. Yeah. So. But they all, but uh, the leader of this um, academy, she took in Rio, basically. Yeah. And she uh, gave her the prosthetic arm that she has made they, from. Yeah, they were in the orphanage together. Yeah, they were. And she said her dream was to make like a union, like a peaceful world, and build up this orphanage to where it's nice and kids can actually live here. It was yeah. a rundown dump. Yeah, it was, yeah. So anyway, she ends up sending the mercenary sisters to Marie's. Yep. To look for Rio. Yep. So then Lloyd comes and they're asking her, and she's like, "I don't, I don't know who she is. She knows who she is, but she's like, I don't know." Right. And then Lloyd comes in behind them, and they ask Lloyd, and he's immediately like, "Oh yeah." She goes to the academy with me. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Dumbass. <laughs> so then anyway, the girls, they feel a massive power from him and the older one starts to attack him and doesn't like, doesn't he, he just yeah. eat the punch and it's like, he gets kicked in the head head and in the rib. Yeah. So, and it doesn't even affect him. Nothing. She but is. then after they leave, Marie's like, all right, are you okay? And he's like, I he's think like, I have a broken rib. He's like, oh, it's just a one broken rib. I'll be fine in three hours. Yeah, and she's like, huh? So he's got super healing as well. Yeah. So now that the attack happened, and she saw that Lloyd can eat a punch, she I don't even remember what her name was. Did you have her name, the older mercenary? It was uh, Philo, and then... Was Philo the younger one? The yeah, the one that kicked him. I don't remember. All right, well, the one, the older mercenary sister, or bigger mercenary sister, I should say. I don't know what the age gap is, but uh, she asked to become Lloyd's pupil now. That's Philo. She, oh, that's Philo. Yeah, that's okay. Philo. So Philo's asking to be Lloyd's pupil, even though they go to different academies, and we find out that this uh, cap, the capital is actually going to host an event. That's a competition between both the academies. I don't know if we find that out now, but that's just where we're going with this right now. Yeah, you're right. So Alka turned Marie into a butterfly because she thought that she had fun with Lloyd while she wasn't there. Oh, yeah. And uh, whenever she whenever Marie gets home from being the butterfly, she's butt ass naked on the floor. And Lloyd walks into her room, just looks at her, straight face, then walks away. And Marie's just fucking... God dang, he had his chance too, oh, buddy. Yeah, he did. He had a high chance. You know, she wants him. He doesn't understand that. He's too pure. Yeah, too pure-hearted too for Too pure-hearted. He doesn't even know what yeah, the doink-a-doink is. <laughs> so, he sees her butt-ass naked, and he doesn't even say anything. He just walks away, and she's like, fuck. This is the most embarrassing moment of my life. She goes into like this depressive state of laying on the floor. Yeah. And she's just like, okay, I'm just going to go to bed and hopefully not wake up. Yep. So 
she metaphorically died from embarrassment. And um, there's a internation competition happening now between the Soldier Academy and the Mercenary Ro- Academy. The Rokuju. Yeah. That's where they're from. Yeah, okay. That one. <laughs> no, seriously, I wrote it down. Oh, yeah, no, I, I believe you. I, I just I didn't write that shit. I just call everybody by nicknames, I feel like now. Okay, I got you. So uh, we find out that's where Rio is from, and the uh, mercenary girl, Philo, is fl- flirting with Lloyd. And, of course, here comes Belt Girl. Who else? Celine. Yep. So uh, Rio is depressed because she knows that who these girls are yeah she she's just moping around basically lloyd sees it and she and he tries to cheer her up yes he tries to cheer her up but he can't do it so lloyd right now is currently at the shop marie's shop yep and they're having tea asking marie for help yeah and he's like can you give me advice on how to make someone sad happy yeah and Marie she thought thinks, that it was trying to cheer her up from yeah. the embarrassment. Yeah. But, but that's not the case. He's, and she's like, yeah, maybe you could take them to get some tea, go on a date. And he's like, a date? Yeah. <laughs> I was just, I cringed again. Yeah. And then he's like, all right, I'm going to go ask Rio out on a date. And then she's just like, she melts. She melts. <laughs> She mounted. She said, "Oh God!" I just pushed him to another woman. Yep. <laughs> it was that was pretty funny. Yep. So the next day, Belt Girl was trying to cheer up Marie, or not Marie, trying to cheer up Rio because she thinks that Lloyd's giving her all the attention because she's upset. Right. So then Lloyd came in and asked Rio on a date. I don't know. Where. Right before, right in front of Belt Girl. Yep. So Belt Girl's just pissed <laughs> fuming man yep, so they go on their tea date and rio's explaining everything to lloyd they're getting along great and then we see belt girl outside the window watching every move they make stalking them. they have stalking them hard and then um the next day i think well, lloyd gets or what uh during the date he she opens up a little bit about who that other person is. Yeah. Roll is her name. They're, uh, she basically just says that they're old friends from childhood, and she actually gave her that arm. It's made out of mithril. Mithril, yes. Yeah. And that's like a high... Humans can't touch it yeah. without getting sick. Yeah. And then Lloyd grabs her hand, yeah, the right. mithril hand, and then just tells her, basically, I'm here for you and all that It's crap. all going to be okay. Yep. And you're right. And then the next day, go ahead. Yep. So the next day, Lloyd gets challenged by uh, Roll. Yeah. Or was it Roll? No, it wasn't Roll. It was the leader of the second years of their academy, wasn't it? It was uh, Mina. Is that her name? Was that the other sister? No, it was the lead. So it's the same academy. Mikona or something like that. I can't remember. She's she was a oh, yeah, trant yeah. in the yeah, later she, episodes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So she's the leader of the second years. They're the first years. Yeah, I got you. So she challenges Lloyd because she wants to prove that they're not on their level, even though they're younger. Yeah. So she uh, does some supercharged attacks, some super punch. 
like she charges the shit up like she's in Dragon Ball Z, man. Oh, like, I, that's exactly what I got from oh, it. She like, started charging she, that she up. She bellowed like a motherfucker, oh, dude. dude. She did. <laughs> and I was, I was like, just this like, bitch is about to go Super Saiyan God. She was. She was about to. <laughs> so she does. She does this charged up attack, but the mercenary who's uh crushing on Lloyd, literally. It's still, all right, yeah. She's not facing Lloyd. She's facing Philo. Yeah, so she told Lloyd that she was going to be the representative of the school. Yeah. So that's why she took his spot, mm-hmm. and then she's fighting Philo. Yeah, you're right. So she she's doing this charged up attack on Philo. Yeah. And Philo literally just flicks her away. Yeah. <laughs> knocks her. Was it into the wall? Like she literally knocks her into the wall. Yeah. All right. Blew yeah. Her so away. Philo beat her ass with ease. One hit. Yep. There's one hit. So then uh, Rio, in the next battle, is about to face off with her old friend, which is Roll. Yep. And the prize of this tournament will be the legendary sword. But the thing is, though, is that one thing we didn't mention at the beginning of this episode, Marie, even though they pulled out that sword when they were about to head home, she said, make sure you tell the capital quick so that way they can make a basically a replica. I don't think it's the real thing. You don't think it is? No. Okay, I got you. That's what I was thinking at this point. I forgot to mention that at the beginning that she wanted to get us sent off so that way the capital can make the replica. I got you. Yeah, checked it and everything. Yep. I got you. So uh, the girl that wanted to challenge Lloyd is crying in the rain. The Trayant. Oh, yeah. And then Shoma walks up to console her. And we don't know this now, but. Um. No, I'm not even going to mention that. We're just going to say Shoma consoles her. (laughs) We'll get to that later. And that's the end of episode five. Yep. Episode six is next. Yep. I just got to say, man, I was struggling. Struggling hard, huh? Like any time that I just, I thought, oh, wow, we got another fucking episode. We got another fucking episode. Another fucking episode. And it's just like, it's not because I don't like this anime. It's because of Lloyd. How naive and how stupid he is. It drives me insane. Yeah. Like, I can get past, like... I like the animation. Oh, the animation's phenomenal. Yep, the battle scenes were mediocre. Yeah. Until, well, there were one or two that were okay. Yeah, there was was just a couple that were good, but... But I wouldn't kill the rating off of that, because honestly, it's a good concept, I think. But Lloyd is such an idiot that it made... It's hard. Really? Yes. I got you. I gotcha. So I don't really know what your rating was yet, but it's a uh, it's tough. I think I think that mine's gonna be higher than yours, though. Even though I'm bashing the shit out of this show, I still rated it decently. I would say. Well, what'd you rate it? Well, I'll tell you after the episode. All right, All right let's continue. All right, episode six. Alka, she we sh- we show Alka. She's not too happy. She's talking to Marie because she can't go watch the comp. I don't know why she can't go watch it. Maybe it's because she can't put a giant circle in the sky, a magic circle in the sky to watch. Uh, I, have no idea. I, I don't know. She says that she can't go though. And she's upset about it. And then Marie's got on her little sash around her and she's about to head out. And she's like, Oh, I'm just going to go out and do a few things. And then Marie or Alka puts, puts a little curse, curse on, on her, her that makes her shit every 10 seconds. Yeah. So that way she can't leave. Yep. That's, I put I put the curse of pooping. It's the curse of pooping. That's exactly what it was. So I laughed at that. 
Uh, I did too. I was like, damn, is she really going to make her have some diarrhea? Yep, and that was all just to prevent her from watching Lloyd without her. Yep. So that was pretty funny. And now the comp- the real competition's actually starting, and uh, Belt Girl was depending on her belt in her battle. Yeah. Because uh, it can, I, and I was thinking that it wouldn't be able to defend against magic anyway. It seems like it's more of like a physical blocker. Right, I got you. So in my mind, I was like, she's going to fucking lose anyway. Like this thing, what are you going to fucking do with a belt? Right. She's Dr. Octavius. Yeah, so. but anyway, this belt wasn't working. It, yep, it wouldn't block for yep, her. She I took remember. a hit and she was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I <laughs> so remember. Now, then she starts talking to the belt like it, and it doesn't have its own mind, but she, I don't think she realizes it, but she's like, you need to do this for Lloyd. Like, you need to save me. Yeah. And my love for Lloyd is so high that you should be saving me. And then um, eventually it snaps out of it, starts protecting her. And basically the way that it started blocking magic attacks was by spinning like a fucking shield. Yep. And the fireballs and whatnot couldn't break through. I think there were some electric attacks, which you thought the belt would fucking fry and shock her, but it didn't. No. And then she grabbed, the belt grabs on to... Who was she facing off against? She was, was up against Philo. Okay, so she's facing off against Philo, and she grabs Philo with the belt, but then she gets disqualified because there's no physical attacks allowed. It's only magic. Yep. So she gets defeated. Her, her belt is counted as a weapon. Yeah. That's what it is. And then... um. Next, ooh. we are with... Lloyd won his competition. Uh, yeah, it was one shot. Yeah, one shot easy. Next, we got Roll and Rio. Yeah, we got Roll and Rio, and Rio immediately gets her arm removed, and she's like, how? And then Roll is like, I put it on. I can take it off. Pretty much. Yep. But she still fought her, even with that arm removed, and she used this, was it a fireball? I think so, yeah. So she used this fireball, and her arm literally disintegrates. Like, what the fuck happened there? I don't know. That's what I was. That's, that's, so her arm was fried. You could see the inner like muscles of her arm. It was, I was like, damn, that's pretty brutal for anything yeah. that's happened in this show. Yeah, it wasn't like realistic looking, so I didn't cringe about it. But it was just like, damn, right? Fuck, I got you. So then all of a sudden we see a crystal drop, and it was an, it was one of those magic healing crystals. She had prepped it for this she battle. Cut her yeah. arm open and stuck it in there. Yep, so it heals her arm immediately. Yeah. You, you watch it regenerate. And then uh, Rio used a... Um, uh, what, a fire punch? Yeah, she uses a... That's what disintegrated the arm. Right? Oh, yeah, that's right. It was right, that's the right. fire punch. Yep, yep, you're right. Yep, so she punches her even though there's no physical attacks. I guess since there's magic involved, I guess maybe they didn't disqualify her for that. But Rio ends up winning, right? Yeah, by talking shit. Yeah, because she got so mad and... Yeah, and uh, Rio passes... Or not Rio, but Roll passes out from... <laughs> from exactly. Rio talking yeah. so much shit. Yeah. Which I thought was stupid as fuck. Yeah, everything in the show is stupid as fuck. Anyway... First we uh, got a napkin defeating a damn demon lord. And then we got some bitch talking shit. And then making the other one pass out so she wins. That. Anyways. Yep. So then we uh, move over to Marie getting kidnapped by Roll. 
and Lloyd found a letter at the at the shop. But I don't know if it was Roll who left. I don't think Roll left there, right? Or did she? I think it was one. I think it was Philo. Philo, yeah. Yep. So now he's heading over to the castle tower thing that they're in to go save her. Yeah. And then we that's where we also learn that everyone from Kunlun, like this is the first time we've seen anything about anybody else from that village. They're all super powerful. They all have superhuman strength. They all have massive abilities. Right. Oh, shit. Okay. But yeah, so we find out about everybody from Kunlun. And uh, we also find out here, or Philo goes to confront Lloyd and have a true battle with him out in the street. She jumps down from the tower and she wants to meet him beforehand. And Roll is like, what the fuck? But then Lloyd defeats Philo. Yep. And then she admits, oh, we never kidnapped her. Yeah, she never left the house. She was just on the toilet. She's taking a shit. <laughs> oh, her, she squirts. Which was fucking stupid again. <laughs> yep. So, Rio, or what happened to Roll in there? Um, Alka blew Roll out of the building, right? So yeah. she, like, knocks her out. With a fire spell. Yep, fire spell, blows her out of the building, rolls in the hospital now, and uh, Rio goes to visit Roll. And Roll remember what started their friendship. And she kind of became good again right there. And yep. she was like, I want to get back on track with that. This yeah. is all about the orphanage. These are my friends. I don't want to cause them any harm. Right. So now we've got Roll is on the good side. Cha-ching. And that's, the end. that's where we leave off on episode six then after the credits there was an ending credit scene there was a guy talking about how he wanted to kill alka did you not see that part i don't remember if i did i might have not been paying attention because I, I probably walked away to the fridge to go get a snack or something i got gotcha. you i always walk away during the credits just to get up for a little bit i got gotcha. you get you off your bootay yeah a little bit <laughs> so episode seven Starts off with the soldiers going on vacation. They're about to hit like summer break or something like that, or spring break. And Rio is asking Lloyd on a date over this vacation. Lloyd says that he's been busy, and Belt Girl's super jealous right now because Rio had the balls to do this right in front of her again. Yeah. But Lloyd already has plans. Lloyd's vacation will be spent cleaning Chrome's hotel, but it's not actually Chrome's. It's somebody that Chrome knows. Yep. And he's a high, he was a higher up in the military as well. Yep. He's an old friend. Yep. And the uh, hotel ended up belonging to the ex-leader of the Royal Guard. Yep, that's right. So uh, Lloyd got introduced to a senior cleaner. She's this cleaning lady, and she tells him how to do the job and before she even finishes explaining it, the he's got damn, the whole room damn, yeah. spotless. Spotless. There's nothing left to do. All because of that little napkin that he's got. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then Lloyd gets his next task and is to attend to some higher up. He questions him about the the higher up in that room, starts questioning about the forestry around the area. And Lloyd somehow knows everything about it. Even though this dude's stupid as shit and so naive, he's got these little hidden pockets of information, Mm -hmm. apparently. About the most random stuff. Yeah. So, he impresses this higher up, 
but then the next scene we find out that the higher up is working with the other cleaning lady. And the higher up is Alan's father, correct? Or is it Bell Girl's father? Uh, it's Alan's father. I believe Alan Lidacane's because he's trying to set up the marriage there. Yep, 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 yep. That's right. That's so right. So it's yeah. Alan Lidacane's father in this room, and he's got this cleaning lady under his, not command, but under his pay. Yeah. Is what I would say. Yeah. He's using her to get to the bottom of. The treant that's or this, there's something going on there. I can't remember what the fuck it is. It's uh, there's something going on in this hotel though that it's causing a loss for money and I don't disturbances remember. and other stuff like that. I can't remember what the issue is, but anyway, he's trying to get to the bottom of it, and he's suspecting that it's Lloyd. So is the cleaner. So the Alan's father gives her some cream to put in Lloyd's drink or to rub it on him. And it will disperse the tray, I think, is what they're thinking that it is. We got people passing out in this episode, don't we? Is that what this episode is? I think so. Yes, you go into a comatose. People are going yeah. into comatoses. Yeah. People That's are why. going into a coma, and, and they're thinking uh, Lloyd is causing people to go into a coma, so that's why he gave that person the cream or the the juice or whatever it is to try to poison him. Yep. So now she's uh trying to put it in his drink and the ex ex leader of the Royal Guard calls Lloyd out of there. Yeah. He's like, Oh, made tea. Alright, thank you. He drinks it. And tastes like shit. So yeah. he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Trying to poison somebody? And that's when that <laughs> chick jumps out the window. Yeah, she just jumps out the window. And he, he was a, he was suspecting yeah. this, though. Yeah. So he's he was under the suspicion that she was up to something now. And he started to figure it out. Like, he really had it pinned down pretty well. Yeah. So then uh, Rio, we see Rio. She's in a hotel room. And in my mind, at this part, I was like, all right, that looks like the same hotel that Lloyd's at. Yeah. This is very weird, I guess. It's just that they, she ended up at the same hotel as him, even though he's yeah. working and she's vacationing. Yeah. It's like, okay, she doesn't have family. She's an orphan. What is she doing at this grand hotel? Right. I got so, you. We see Rio in the room, and she calls in food service, but she also asks for a massage. And yep. then we see Lloyd coming up with the food cart, and <laughs> she opens the door, and she's just sitting on the bed, stunned. She's like, "Shit!" And Lloyd, this whole time while she's sitting there, just staring off into space, thinking about what she's going to do and say, he's setting up the massage bed. Yep. So then he's like, "All right, it's ready." She looks over, and she's, she's like, "No!" Yeah, so she is like, "No, you're a guy. What could what could this massage turn into?" Her thinking is it's Lloyd, and she don't want Lloyd copping a pill all over her. Yep. But the thing <laughs> is, she doesn't understand that Lloyd's just this pure-hearted kid that doesn't even know what a boob is. Uh, yeah, that's very true. He doesn't. He His he mind doesn't work that way. No, at all. And it would literally be a pure massage and completely innocent. Yep, it would. And she kicked him out of the room. Yep. So that happens. She kicks him out of the room. 
and Belt Girl and her father are shown in a carriage. And in the backdrop, you can see the hotel. Yeah. So they're heading to the hotel as well now. But I don't think Belt Girl's happy because she knows it's for the arranged marriage. Yep. And she wants to marry Lloyd. Yep. She wants to marry Lloyd, but she doesn't know who she's getting married to. And eventually she finds out that it's Alan Lidecane that she's going to be marrying. She hates that guy. She hates him because he picked on her right at the beginning, too. He's like, you're an embarrassment. Called her Princess Belt. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And uh, the family's meeting, but Lloyd was filling in for Alan. Yep. Because Alan passed out in the hot tub or steam room or something like that. He went into a little coma thing. Was it a, was it the coma? Yeah. He, oh, okay. Yeah. He I thought he just passed out from the heat or something like that. No, he, he okay. He went into a coma. So he goes into the coma. Lloyd's filling in to save face, even though you know those guys know what their children look like. Yeah. There's no way you don't. If you're all royalty, you know. Right. So anyway, she took Lloyd out of there, running out of the room, and basically she takes him to this closet. And she's begging him to fuck her in this closet. <laughs> it's I guess I missed this part. What the fuck, man? Like, literally, they ran out of the room because they're like, all right, we're going to go on a little date. And she <sighs> drags him out of the room, and they're, in, they're hiding in this closet. She drags him to this closet, and she's basically begging for to get fucked. Oh, she's my like, God. Oh. She's like, okay, we can do anything in here now. We should do things that people do in hotels. I, I, wow. That's literally what I she said. We should this. do things. That people do in hotels. And then Rio's right behind her. And she's like, I don't think so. I totally missed this part. Oh my god. Wow. I guess I was just hating this anime so much that I... I died laughing. Really? I I, I literally laughed at this part because she was just begging to be fucked. God dang. And this was Belt Girl? This was Belt Girl. Golly. Yep. Yeah, I, I guess I missed that part. I so, can't believe I missed it. After that, Lloyd and her are just going on their date to show safe face, basically. Yeah. And that's all it is. It's not an actual date, but Belt Girl, of course, is taking it as it's real, but Lloyd's just like, just got a safe face. This yep. is my job. Yep. That's all it is to him, his job. Yep. So that was the end of episode seven. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I hope so, because I quit taking notes on episode yeah, 6. Yeah, no, I th- I, that was the end of episode 7. And then we opened up in episode 8. Shoma shows up with a carriage of firebombs. A big order of firebombs. Yeah. And Belt Girl and Lloyd are still... Or who did he run into? He ran into Lloyd when he was delivering these firebombs. Or was it Rio? Ran into Lloyd. He ran into them all, because... They were on the date. Oh, yeah. And they were then Rio was with them yeah. and started wheeling. Yeah. And then he's like, all right, well, I'll just leave these to you. And he runs off, does his thing. And then Belt Girl tells Rio, all right, we got to continue our date. And then she's like, you can put all these away. And it's just like 50 boxes, 50 crates of firebombs. I got gotcha. you. So then they're, uh, they're going on the date, still pretending to be on the date to avoid being suspicious. And uh, Belt Girl is loving this because it's her dream. Yep. And the other cleaning lady is still trying to put the cream on Lloyd while they're on this date. (laughs) And she's like, 
all right, let me just. Oh, but she's like, I've been wanting to know some more massage techniques. Oh yeah, yeah. And Lloyd takes off his shirt and then starts rubbing the cream all over him. She's like, Where is it? Why? Why isn't anything happening? And then she's like, Oh shit, it's in the fucking. It's on the dick. It's <laughs> <laughs> trying to cop the feel, baby. Yeah, I don't. She didn't try though, right? She, she got her. It. She got her fingertips in oh, his in in oh, okay. his uh, waist. Okay. So then Belt Girl jumps in there real quick. Yeah. And the this was really funny to me too. So it won't be funny till the end to everybody, till the end of the episode, but it was funny as soon as I realized what happened. So he was asking to learn to, these massaging techniques and she gets that hand in there and then Belt Girl gets in there and the cleaning lady suplexes Belt Girl. Yep. <sighs> so the, she suplexed Belt Girl and ran off and nothing happened. And um, Lloyd is a, ends up taking a bath, and all the girls end up showing up at at, at the bath. The yeah, next scene, yeah, they're all bullshit. Everybody, and including the mercenaries, everyone. So everybody's butt ass naked. Of course, my girl walks in at this part, and she's like, "Where are all their clothes?" <laughs> God <laughs> dang it! The one episode she walks <sighs> in. <sighs> every fucking time right she does that every time bro it's like the one episode she looks like she's always staring at her phone while i'm watching anime and then it's like the one episode where the clothes are off she's like oh why are they (laughs) naked every time so of course we have we have to have our one uh fan service episode even though there's not much fan service you don't see any booty cheeks really you don't see nothing i mean whenever they show like anybody naked they turn into a starfish basically yeah with just pale skin yep so i mean there's nothing really bad in this one it's not edgy in any sort of way no it it's it's pretty pg really yeah but while everybody's getting in this everybody's competing to be with Lloyd. and then did the alka ended up getting tossed from the tub right yeah she ended up getting tossed from the tub across the lake into the trees yeah who was it by i can't remember I think Marie, wasn't it? Was it Marie? Yeah. Okay. And so Marie tosses her and she just goes into the trees and that's that was pretty much about it for that. Yeah. Then something happened yes, and to where Lloyd had to stand up <laughs> and he just basically showed off everything and everybody got all embarrassed. Yep. What happened? Uh, it was something with was it something with uh, the cleaning? I don't remember. I don't remember what it was. But anyway, next thing we see is the cleaning ladies in the forest, too. Mm-hmm. And the tree the tree ant is actually there. And the limbs are starting to grow. He's starting to become a giant, right? Yep. So he's starting to become a giant tree. Basically a giant tree trunk. Yeah. He looks like one of those ones you see on like the Halloween shirts and all that. Yeah. So he becomes giant and he's got a bunch of minions. And she she handles them pretty damn easily. Yeah. Like she took care of all the minions and then all of a sudden this giant tree shows up and we found out this treant was actually Alan Lydicane's father's secretary. Yeah. And so they show up at the window and he just busts down the window. But all the girls are there. They're clothed now, of course. They got on their armor and everything, and <laughs> they show up where the fathers are talking. 
Yeah. And they're discussing what's been going on with the comatose actually at this moment in time. And then all of a sudden there's the tree ant in the window. He busts it open. Girls are there to save him. And um, this was one of the first decent battle I think we had. I mean, it wasn't good for other animes, but it was good for this anime. It was good for this one, yeah, for sure. It was nice to see because all of the soldiers and all the girls, they started working together for the first time, I feel like. It, was never, it wasn't just a one-on-one battle. It was all of them combining into one to take down the tree end. Right. Yep. So uh, Belt Girl's father got, had some rocks collapse on him from the building. And this was the first time he was telling her to get out of there to save herself and all this other stuff. And she was like, I'm not going to leave you behind. And she can't move the rocks. But of course, Lloyd is there to save her and her father. Yeah, he freaking picks he, up that rock. Yeah, and he launches that fucking rock into the atmosphere yeah, like it's paperweight. And then um, this is the first time that Belt Girl has felt any love from her father. It's been a yeah. long time since he has seen her, and it's the first time that he's accepted her because that belt is finally off her face. She's no longer an embarrassment to the family. Yeah. And now this is the first time he's truly accepted her and loved her, and now Belt Girl's finally starting to feel that way. She don't feel abandoned anymore. Yeah. So Lloyd defeats the Treant and crushes the uh, the eye, the the orb, the orb that yeah. created it. Yep. He literally just flies up there, stepping on limbs like he's in Naruto. And then he snatches the orb out of the eyeball. Yep. Crushes it with a single hand. Trans OP. gone. Comatoses are over. Secretary saved. Yada, yada, yada. Yep. And then that's where this next scene is where we truly see that Belt Girl's dad's proud of her becoming a soldier and he's like i want you to do well so yeah it was a happy ending and it's pretty funny because lloyd at the very end of this episode lloyd said was talking to alka or no we actually saw alka was with shoma shoma captured alka and put her in a little magic circle in the dirt oh yeah yeah, yeah. in the ground yeah and that's where we figured out shoma is a bad guy yeah he's with the bad guys yep and i want to say I kind of had my suspicion from from the very beginning that Shoma would have been a bad guy because very first episode we see him for what thirty seconds, mm-hmm. and then we see him for thirty more seconds down the road, and then I I knew he was going to be a bad yeah, guy. Yeah, he was just a hit and miss kind of character, and I I didn't actually expect that though until that scene. That's where I really? saw it. Yeah, I I didn't expect that though. I ex- I expected him from the very beginning to be that guy. Yep. So yeah, I really don't know. I I didn't expect that just because I thought Lloyd looked up to him so much, and Lloyd's such a pure-hearted guy, right? That I didn't think that it would be his brother. You didn't the think guy. So? I didn't think that would be the guy that he looks up to the most, just because he's so pure. I got gotcha. you. But anyway, it was funny at the very end of the episode, Lloyd was talking to Alkin. He's like, let me show you this new massage technique. And this is what made that scene so funny for me is that he suplexes Alka into the fucking ground. Dude, my eye, my, or not my eyes, my mouth dropped because her eyes were, just went. 
It was hilarious, man. I died laughing. Oh, That's yeah. what I mean, man. This anime was bad, but I, it had la- some I laughed moments. a lot. It had some good moments. Like, the comedy in this was better for me than most, actually. Yeah. I gotcha. So like, that I, was... I don't laugh a lot, I feel like, in animes. Yeah. But this one hit it pretty well in almost every episode. I think I had a giggle or two in every episode. Really? Besides maybe the first two. I got you. But from like 3 to 12, it was pretty solid. Laughs. Yeah, so, after episode 3, that's when it started getting more bearable. Yeah, a little bit. Not so really. that was the end of episode 8. We move on to episode 9. Um, this Shoma brought a woman. I, I can't remember. I think her name is Makona. I, I don't remember. Mikona. Mikona. So he brings this woman to a man in a church or some worshiping center. I don't know. This is the same chick from the, uh, the festival, the the, the fighting that took Lloyd's spot. Second and, or the first in command of the second years. Yes. So she got brought to this guy and he's first thing he says is, what do I look like to you? Right. Yep. And she says, you look like a priest. Yep. He saw her, him as a priest in her eyes. And I think the way that he decides on who he takes under as a treant is by, do they see him as a priest? Do they or see him a, as an a, evil person? Right, yeah. And since she said priest, Shoma ended up giving her this liquid and something else to chew on. Yeah. And, she just, and he was like, take this and it'll give you su- like superpowers. Yeah. Enough to handle Lloyd and get your revenge. Because she was basically broken hearted. Right. And she just wanted revenge on Lloyd. And she was like, okay. So she takes both of them at the same time. Literally pounds them down. And Sean was like, okay. At the same time. (laughs) (laughs) You're about to to die. (laughs) I got got my giggle in there for this episode. He was like, all right, you you took both. I I liked Shoma. I think because it was supposed to be just like one at a time. You drink this and you eat that. But she literally tossed them both in at the same time. Yeah. All right. Or both. Yep. (laughs) So that was pretty funny. And she starts turning into a monster. And it's just her turning into a tree. And of course. Yeah. That's that's what our that's our demons of this show. Um, this is where the soldiers end up starting to go on a mission to a dungeon to take out a giant snake. Yep. And, um, oh, so, uh, God damn, you vibrated Shoma. the whole floor, bro. God damn. Shoma oh. is working with a guy named Sue. And Sue is the guy that, um, oh. Wow. Is the guy that's taking over all these people. <laughs> I'm still distraught, dude. <laughs> God, <laughs> God damn, people. <laughs> oh. God damn, bro. <laughs> all right, well. All right, Holy so shit! They're heading to the dungeon to take out a giant snake, and um, we find out that that guy that turned turns people into tree ants. He is his name is Sue or So So or Sue. We'll go with Sue. And Alka <laughs> is actually hunting him down. So 
she's been after him for a while, I guess. I guess she knows that he's the demon lord and that he she really has been after him. <laughs> yeah. I'm dying over here, bro. Yeah. <laughs> God dang. So the mercenaries are interrogating Rio if she's in love with Lloyd. Like there's says here, do you love him? <laughs> uh, so Alka found the dungeon. Or so all the soldiers are in the dungeon now. Yeah. They're inside of it and they're searching for this giant snake. And all of a sudden they hear some loud bangs. Like it, it just it was like boom, boom, boom. And then we see Alka literally just pounded through the roof of this dungeon. Yeah. Drops through three floors. And um, now she starts smashing through the walls. Lloyd thinks it's the snake, so they start to go after it. There's a Trant in the dungeon that Marie ran into. And that's Mikana. Yeah. So, um, it, it was the girl, it was Mikana. And that's who Shoma gave that medicine to earlier on in the episode. Right. And this is where it's explained she was heartbroken by Lloyd and she wants to kill him now. Lloyd actually shows up, or Marie gets captured by the tree limbs and Lloyd comes in there, saves her, of course. And now he's actually fighting with the Trayan, Mikana. Which was a good and fight scene. It was a good fight scene and she actually handled Lloyd pretty well in the beginning, it seemed like. And then all of a sudden, Lloyd just acted like it was nothing mm -hmm. and took her out. He literally had his face dragged along a fucking wall and she was like, any normal human would have been shredded by now yeah and he was just like unfazed unfazed no scratches yep. nothing <laughs> so now he's back to um handling her so she aims she starts aiming for the other girls yeah his comrades and he ends up uh he uh takes the limbs she starts she tries to stab them with the limbs yeah and, of course, Lloyd comes in here and he takes the stabbing into his own stomach. And, of course, we all expected that. And I didn't expect him to die or anything like that because he heals in a couple seconds. Yeah. It wasn't a big deal in any superhuman. sort of way. And then he starts to swear to beat her and the giant snake as he's getting stabbed. Right. So then... It was pretty cool to see. She's just this bug now. She's, she's no longer like the tree. She turns into the bug form. Yep. She's super fast, and they start colliding inside of the dungeon. And this is what I was talking to you about earlier before we started the podcast was this was the one battle that I liked because it was yep. like they were just colliding nonstop. Yep, yep. this is the only and, battle that was good. Yep, and you didn't actually get to like see them battling. It was just like you could see the flashes of light. You could see that it was a hard-fought battle. Right. It was the first time that I think we saw Lloyd actually have a real challenge. Yeah. So they start battling, they're colliding, and it but it just turns out that Lloyd's fucking around. It's, As always. Yeah, and I don't get it, man. He the ceiling's above them, it's not collapsed or anything like that, and Lloyd takes her, starts spinning her around, uh -huh. and he tosses her through three fucking floors of ceilings. And it's just, it's a cakewalk for him for everything. 
And he still wants to say that he's the weakest of his squad. Yeah. He claims that all these soldiers are stronger than him. And everybody knows he's fucking strongest one. Yep. And then they run into the giant snake. The giant snake is actually from Kunlun. He's actually a guardian. Yes, he's a guardian of Kunlun. And he recognizes Lloyd, but Lloyd doesn't recognize him. He says, oh, you were this big. Yep. He says, you were a little kid, basically, the last time I saw you. Yep. So... Lloyd doesn't recognize him, but we find out that the snake protects Lloyd's home and Alka's powers. Yes. He is a resource for Alka's powers. Yep. So Sue, the leader of bad guys, comes in to confront Lloyd and Alka, and Alka ends up breaking in. The snake is pissed at Alka because, I guess, she just abandoned him, and she, yeah, I guess he didn't want to be in that form, maybe. Because she can choose what form that everything goes into. Right. And she chose a giant snake. But the snake is pissed at Alka. But Sue is uh, trying to kill the snake to weaken the seal around their home and to send Alka's powers into a flurry. Yep. So he ends up killing the snake. He removes something from its back end and the snake just disintegrates. And then Alka knocks the shit out of him and he assumed that her power would diminish, but it didn't. No. It's just that it's gone a little bit AWOL. It's not exactly the same as it was, but she still has all the power that she had before. And she's like, "Where? why is my power like this or whatever? And yep. come to find out, the Guardian went into Belt Girl's fucking belt because that belt was made out of him. Yep, and then that's where we find out that Belt Girl, or Alka, put the belt on Belt Girl's head. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of surprising there for me that Alka was the one that made it. Because the, they're all connected. Yeah, everybody in this show is connected in some sort of way. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, I had to burp. You're good. So anyway, the dungeon is collapsing, and Alka goes hiding in her crystal ball and tells everybody to carry her out of there safely. Yep. Pussy. Yep. So it was we clip back, and we're in the castle of the capital, and Alan's getting praised because he took care of some grasshoppers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they call they gave him the nickname of what Dragon Slayer. Yeah, they called him. They gave him. They granted him the title of Dragon Slayer. Then <laughs> he's over here, just like I really didn't do shit. Yeah, even though he's the one that always wants the high praise, he's like, I didn't do anything. I'm nervous about this. Like I didn't actually do it. Don't send me on any harder missions, please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's how I'd be. Yep. So Lloyd ends up at the end of this episode. Lloyd recognizes the name Sue. It's actually the protagonist of the book that was given to him in episode one yep. by his brother. Yep. So his brother kind of planted a seed then. Yep. And that's the end of episode nine. Episode so, nine for me was probably the best episode. I agree. Now you're good. Just just because of the uh, the fight scene. The fight scene made the whole episode. I think. I'm with you. I know that you're a lot more of an action guy than I am. Like I love my action too, but I don't. I don't rate a show off of its action and all that sort of stuff. I know that you're big into that, right? But I would agree with you that this episode was my favorite, just because we got to see something a little bit more. Yeah, instead of just him flicking it. Exactly. Or we actually got to see him battle versus just one hit. Yeah. Like I understand we do have a show out there called One Punch Man. But that's not this show. No. They, the way they did this one, Punch Man, <laughs> it wasn't very good. <laughs> yeah, no, this one was terrible. 
So anyway, we move on into episode 10. And Lloyd is actually taking the squad to his home to Kunlun. And Alka surprisingly approved of this. That kind of surprised me because they've never let humans get there. And all of a sudden now, I guess... It's okay. Maybe they just maybe they just trust them, but still, you have all this bad, all these bad people in the world, and you're just gonna allow anybody into your home, right? It, it was. I don't know. It, it, it seemed out of place. Yeah, no, it really did. I thought it was stupid that they would bring humans back there. I so got you. they ended up reaching the portal to Kunlun, and they're asking, "Where's that dwarf?" And the dwarf ends up coming out of the portal. She's hundreds of she's hundreds of years old, but she looks sixteen. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And she's actually all right now. Hold off, Adam. Calm down. Chill out. Yep. All right. So she's like the gatekeeper, I guess. And um, no, it's this is where I was like, no wonder everybody thinks that Cunlan's a fairy tale because you have to go through a hidden gate. Yeah, I think it was in like inside of like a cave, or it was inside was- the dungeon, right? Yeah, so it's inside of a dungeon. Nobody's ever found it, and they have a gatekeeper that will protect it. Yeah, and no, that's why they, everybody thinks it's a fairy tale because it's nobody's ever gotten to it. It's, that's basically fairy tale type shit. Yep. So they're strolling through the village, and everyone has. We see that everybody has super strength and super speed. Everybody's jumping like fucking grasshoppers from here to there. Granny's launching people into the fucking mountain. <laughs> yeah, targeting shit and like she somebody shoots an arrow from on top of the mountain with a food order and then all of a sudden there we see her fastballing the shit out of this food order into the mountain she's like oh yeah. missed a little bit yeah old age <laughs> old age is finally getting to me <laughs> so that's we continue stuff. to watch this grandma launching people into the air into the mountain and then um somebody questions what's going on and they're like oh when we're in a hurry we just like to fly. Yeah. We just go air travel. So, um, at this time, I'm still thinking that it's very weird that these soldiers are in Kunlun. And it's nice to see, though, that Lloyd is reuniting with all of his old friends right. from that village. Yeah. Like, he seems truly happy now. He's He's gotten everything that he's known his whole entire life back. Mm-hmm. And, um... A dragon appeared <laughs> and started chasing Rio. And there's these little villager kids. And all of a sudden, you just see a paper airplane, man, flying. And, and it takes off thing. this fucking dragon's horn or whatever yep. the fuck was on top of its head. It was, yeah, it was his horn. It takes off its horn, and then they start pelting it with more, and the dragon flies away. We're talking paper airplanes to a fucking dragon. And this dragon got scared of these children. I, I, I just, don't know. Man. I don't. I, I didn't understand. I I was just like, oh, okay, so everybody's just a badass in this. Yeah, village. I mean, everybody is a badass in that village, but that part still really irked me. Why? It's just the paper airplanes and a dragon. I got you. Use some fucking rocks. <laughs> I don't give a fuck how hard they can throw a fucking paper airplane. That thing's nose diving into the fucking ground, or it's just crumpling up when it hits you. I got you. You know. I got you. No, I was not a fan of that scene. I I wasn't either. I was, <laughs> I was expecting at least a little bit more fight. But. Yep. So this was really just a happy episode for the most part, I think. Yep. 
And it was just a lighthearted episode before we hit the end of the season, I think, is basically where they were going with it. Yep. So now the villagers are having a feast with Lloyd because he was becoming a soldier and welcoming his friends. He's finally achieved his dream. They host a feast for him. Everybody's having great food. And then everyone is um, leaving. And everyone starts questioning which one is his girlfriend. And they start voting on who it is. And everybody is guessing. All the girls. Rio's the favorite. Yep. Rio's the main guess. And then Philo, I think, was the second main guess. Yep. And Belt Girl got zero, which was yeah. fucking hilarious. I loved it. Yeah, because she was the one that went up to uh, Lloyd's family. It was like, I want to marry him. That's yep. where that's where all the paper came from. Yep. So Rio ended up getting gifted silk pajamas that night. And she's wearing them, but she had no idea. But the other girls told her, like, yeah, you got the best gift. You sleep in the nicest pajamas and all this other yeah, stuff. She and then she's like, okay, well, I'm going to take this shit off. And she's buck-ass naked in her bedroom. Yep. And in front of these girls. And as somebody changing, knocks. She's, take, she's taking off her panties, too, because they're, she's they're, completely naked. they're made from spider silk or something yeah. like that. So somebody knocks at the door. Guess who it is? Oh, Lloyd Belladonna. So Lloyd walks in, and the other girls just toss him out. Like, through the window, because <laughs> they don't want him to see Rio naked, of course. Jealousy, as always. Yep. And then I think we hit the end of episode 10 right there, basically, right? Yeah, basically. So, we move on to episode 11, and this is where we start hitting, we know that we're hitting the end of our show. We're starting to hit our climax. Yep. Just like Kyle did last night. Oh, yeah! So... The squad, <laughs> the squad started was walking through the forest in Kunlun, and now Belt Girl's belt can talk all of a sudden. Oh, that's Vitra. That's the snake. Yeah, I know, but it's the first time that we've seen the belt actually speak. I think, right? Uh, no, no. Well, I think so. We didn't see it. We didn't see the belt speak whenever it transferred over to her belt i don't think so i think you might be right sir so i was a little confused because i mean one the belt doesn't have a fucking mouth at least the snake had a mouth right and so that caught me a little bit and um, there was a lot of awkwardness between rio and lloyd and someone ended up confronting them about what happened between them the night before but the thing was i didn't know they got one on one time i didn't either I think but that might have been a cut scene. It may have been because I didn't see them one on one. I know that there was the naked scene, but nothing past that. No. And he got thrown out real quick. Right. But they were questioning what happened between them the night before. So I was a little questioning that. I gotcha. And then um they appear at the dungeon and in my notes I put um Rio's ass looking a little thick. <laughs> <laughs> While she's uh, excited to enter, <laughs> thick AF, he said. No, I mean, it was, man. That belt was a little tight, and you know, those hips were a little wide. I got you. Anyway, I got you. The dungeon they're at is where the demon lords are in prison. All the demons. So they, I guess they've captured them. Yeah. And I think that's why Alka is hunting down demon lord Abaddon or whatever it is. Right. So that's the whole reason. He might be the final demon lord that she needs to capture. Mm-hmm. So they reach this dungeon, and um, Belt Girl has to separate from 
vitriol. Yeah. And um, this is where we find out that the gatekeeper is betraying Alvin. She states that she really doesn't like her, and then she drops her into a pit in the ground. Yep. She puts a rock over it. So huge, which is the gatekeeper, yep. the dwarf or whatever they're, what they call her. Uh, I can't remember. Either way, huge, the gatekeeper, is leading all the soldiers out of Tunlight. This is a part of her plan. Yeah. She has now captured Alka. She's hidden her. She's she's trapped she's, Vitra. Yep, yeah, she's trapped Vitra. Now she's got, she hasn't told, told Lloyd anything. She's just leading the soldiers out of there. And she came up with this excuse of why she didn't tell Lloyd, but she's now, but now she's taken the soldiers out of Kunlun and she's also shut down the gate. Yeah. So Alk is captured. Lloyd doesn't know. He has no way back technically because the portal shut down. Yeah. This is where he gets launched into the air. Yep. So, um, what do you mean launched in the air? To go meet up. Oh. Oh, that's towards the end of the episode. Yeah. So, uh, they get back to the town. We still haven't seen Lloyd yet. And Rio is selling all of her silk stuff she got from Kunlun for a high price. She's got a bag of gold, and she's pretty fucking hyped. And then she starts looking at these panties, and she's like, where do I sell these at? Because they're used. <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, I can't remember who came up, but I think it was uh, Philo's sister, the little one. Mina. Right? Mina. Yeah. She comes up to her, and she's like, what are you going to do with those panties? <laughs> <laughs> she gonna take him to some exotic shop or some shit like that, and she was like, "Oh, I was thinking about it." <laughs> yep. Yep. So uh, they're back in the uh, capital, and they're trying to figure out who is behind taking over everyone's minds and turning them into trans. And everyone has the same response, and that that response is someone asked, "What do I look like to you?" And only one person responded with, it sounded like someone was sucking on a sucker behind the man. And oh, that's where we clip yeah. over to um, Huge, the yep. gatekeeper, always has a sucker in her mouth. Always. So then the suspicion of it being Huge is behind all of this yep. starts to come into effect. Um, uh, Rio is, was the first one to start suspecting that it was the gatekeeper. Yeah, she's got a good noggin in her brain, dude. Yeah, she does. And uh, a lot better than Lloyd. Yeah. She's way too good for Lloyd, by the way. Um, <laughs> Rio is informing the king that Azami, the capital, that they might be in trouble. But she can't explain what's going on. Because she really, she really doesn't know what is going on. It's just she has assumptions. Right. So Lloyd... Another fucking ridiculous part to me. Right here. Okay. Lloyd finds Alka. How does Lloyd find Alka? Because he fell in that same hole when he was a child. And that's where he decided that he wanted to become stronger. And he said, there was something misplaced. There was a boulder on top of it. So he moves the boulder. And that's how he finds Alka. <sighs> and of course, I'm. That I is just, the stupidest fucking way to find somebody. Yep. So uh, there, there I am again. I'm just. This is stupid. I'm back to being from. All right, this is getting better. To all right. Yep. 
It's almost over. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, huge has now shut down the gate to Kunlun, and Shoma is a part of all of this. We see, even though he's Lloyd's older brother, he's all about taking out the capital. Yeah. And apparently, the reasoning behind all of this for Shoma is because he's trying to make Lloyd the hero. Right. Which Lloyd basically is already the hero. Right. And I don't understand why he would use that as his reasoning. I got you. But even though um, Yuge, Shoma, and Sue, so, I don't know, they, uh, they think that the gate shut off, Lloyd and Elk are on their way, and this is where I think that's the end of the episode, and I'm saying, yeah, they'll find their way there, of course. You can't leave them out. Right, you can't. So episode 12 starts, and the tournament is uh, going on in the capital. So now, out of surprise, unless I missed this part, five years have passed in this one season because the king claims that he was taken over by the demon lord five years ago. He was talking about uh, being the demon lord, uh-huh. and he stated that that was five years back. So, so at this point, I was, I, it, this isn't like a main point or anything. It's just that I thought that this was all connected, like pretty close together. Is it not? Apparently not to the king, because he said he became the demon lord five years ago, which that was episode two or three, maybe. Oh, well, son of a bitch. I thought these were just like I thought a they month. Were, I thought they were a couple days apart. I thought this was all within like a month. That's what I thought, too. Well, son of a bitch. But yeah, I just I just wanted to point that out because that was a weird moment for me too. I didn't catch that, that part. Yeah. It was it was different. And then uh the bad guys are trying to make a deal and everyone is starting to realize why Alka and Lloyd were left in Kunlun. Huge um he starts getting confronted at this tournament. Or she starts getting confronted. Yeah. And she grabs all our pokeballs from her belt and throws them out <laughs> and um a bunch of grasshoppers appear around the stadium so everyone including the townspeople because everybody's adventurers and warriors in this capital they start fighting yeah so it's not like it's just the soldiers that have to fight these grasshoppers it's everybody yeah everybody has combat experience it seems like so they all start defending the capital and the reason why another reason why Shoma is the bad guy now is because he is bored of this world and he does not want Lloyd to feel the same way. Yeah. So he chose this path so Lloyd wouldn't be bored like he was. Which is weird. It's another terrible reason. I Yeah, that's not a motive at all. No, it's not. Not in any way. Everybody's you're allowed to be bored. You know? Yeah. All right. It's it's whatever. <laughs> Makona um, the Treant can't attack Marie, even though she's a part of the bad team. She's the bug, the super yeah. fast bug. Yeah, she can't attack her because she's in love with her on the inside. Even yep. though she's the Treant, she yeah. still has her own mind. She's like literally trying to go. She looks like she's about to get slashed in the she's face, just, and she just love tap, <laughs> love tap, <laughs> love swifts, swifts her hair. Yep, so her nose. Uh, it was a it was a funny scene, but it was stupid. Yeah. Um, Lloyd is now entering the battle. 
they arrive. And uh, he's only worried about the exp- exhibition match whenever he gets there. Yep. He's like, all right, let's get to the exhibition match. What's going on? Am I late? Yeah. I'm just like, oh, fuck. Shut <laughs> the fuck up, man. <laughs> so Huge admits to her plan of bringing all of the demon lords to take over. And that's part of the reason why they went to Kunlun and why they were going to, why, why they went to that dungeon. Um, Lloyd doesn't believe it. And she just states that he's a pure naive boy, which we have been saying since the beginning of this podcast. Yeah. For two hours now. Yeah. She, uh, launches her sucker into the air. Like it's a finger blade. Yeah. And she launches that thing into the air. And a spell circle appeared in the sky. A giant rock golem appeared and it sucked in Makona and made her a part of it. So that's yep. his regenerative source that takes her powers. Yep. So uh, Lloyd catches the golem's punch like it's nothing. Yep. And he matches all of its strength whenever they're throwing blows. They're like literally connecting punches and he's matching every single one of them. Um, and he blows away its arm eventually. Yep. And it regenerates immediately. Then he like cuts it up a bunch of times, doesn't he? Yeah, he cuts it up a couple times, and then it's just it regen, instant regen. Yeah. No, no delay. And then uh, Huge is playing on a controller. I thought this was fucking stupid again. It pissed me off. Oh my god! It pissed She's me controlling off. the golem with a fucking gaming controller. And I don't know, man. I. It was terrible. I thought it was some bullshit. Yeah, I I thought that was fucking stupid. I didn't know that we were set in uh in modern times. I know. I I didn't like it. Um, Lloyd ended up he went to attack and he, the golem actually knocked him back hard, like basically through the wall, a couple yeah. feet into the wall, which was weird. Um, the girls start assuming that the golem's using Makota as a regeneration source, so. With ease, I don't know how, but they remove Makona from. Yeah, we'll it, just leave it, it there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, this thing's too almighty powerful, and these girls just walk up and take her out. Stupid. Um, so they take Makona out from there. They might be able to take out the golem now. Lloyd is surprisingly getting his ass beat because he's in like a depression. He's in state. a de- yeah, he's in a depressive state right now. He's like, I can't save these people, even though. We know he can literally get up and knock this guy into the fucking sky. Yeah. But all of a sudden, who was it? Somebody starts calling his name. Um, or, well, they start battling for him is what it is. Yeah. They start defending him. And he's like, oh, I." he starts snapping into it that I am going to, I need to help them out. Right. Because before this battle started, the girls were talking about we need to stop relying on Lloyd. But Lloyd's like, I need to stop relying on them. Yeah. So there, I stupid. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't fucking get it. All right. No, I'm sorry. Anyways, anyways, the girls are trying to help him out because they wanted to stand by him instead of rely on him. And uh, every time, everyone believes in Lloyd, and he's fighting, and they're fighting in his stead, even though he's given up mentally. Yeah. So Lloyd is uh watching. Was it um, Sue? Uh, Lloyd is watching this dude attack, and he's 
Oh, yeah. So Lloyd right here is watching everybody basically get demolished. Right. And this is where he's snapping back into his dream is to protect his friends and everybody. Yeah. Like, he's just that pure heart. He wants to protect everyone, and he wants to be a hero like his brother. But his brother <laughs> he still hasn't realized no. it yet, man. So naive, yep. man. Um, the girls get got Makona, and they got the attention of the golem, mm -hmm. but they've escaped now. Belt girl is lecturing the belt in a pokeball. <laughs> so the belt went back into that little sphere. Yeah. And it looks like a fucking pokeball. Yeah, it does. And she starts lecturing this about everything she loves about Lloyd and what his the belt's training is going to be once she gets a hold of it about you're going to recite Lloyd's birthday. You're going to recite how much oh, I love yeah. Lloyd. You're going to recite Everything about Lloyd. And then it finally just And then pops it's just, out. he gives up. He's like, I don't want that training. Forgive me. Yep. So then the belt is back to being under her control. And that was fucking stupid again. <laughs> so then Lloyd's back to himself. And like I said, with ease, Lloyd uses wind magic and destroys the golem, shatters him into a million pieces, which he could have done as soon as he arrived. Yeah. So now Lloyd is handling everything by himself, but he's realized that Shoma is on the bad side. This is the first time he sees Shoma sitting with So So and So. Yeah. And um, apparently to them, everything is going to plan, though, which it is because the way that Shoma explained it is they want to make Lloyd the hero. So even though they're losing, yeah, they've won in their own, you know. Yeah, except for huge, huge, she's pissed. She lost. Well, but Sue's whole thing is that he wants to die. Yeah, he's he's that he. Only way for him to die is for him to become the villain. That's why he wants yeah. to make Lloyd the hero. Yeah. So I mean, that's the thing though is that that Shoma and Sue are winning. Yeah. But huge is losing. She's right. Lost. Right. Exactly. She's she's going to lose. But. The capital's saved. Everyone is living happily for now. Um, Shoma and Sue have gone into a magic portal. They're disappeared. They're gone. I don't know what happened to you. Did you get captured? Something like that. I don't. I didn't. I don't, I don't remember. Know. I don't remember either. So uh, everyone's living happily now. The girls are still fighting over Lloyd, and everything is back to normal. And that is the end of our anime. Thank God. Oh, dude, I. Fucking hate it. I hated this anime. I was going to give it a four, which is bad for me. I um, gave it a four. Okay, so I was going to give it a four, but I ended up giving it a five. Really? Because of the laughs that I got. Like, I really could not stand most of it, especially um, especially the Lloyd. <laughs> it was all Lloyd. Yeah, it was all Lloyd, honestly, man. I just hated this MC. I hated him. I didn't. I didn't think that they did him very well. There's a there's a right way and a wrong way yeah. to do an OP character, and I think they went the wrong way. I agree with you. And I another thing that was funny to me. I absolutely hated every title to every episode in the show. Oh yeah, suppose a kid or suppose this this like every like I couldn't even finish reading the title before it flipped before over it went off. Yeah, so. I know. <laughs> I was the same way. It was just like, all right, suppose I quit watching this and <laughs> never watch it again. <laughs> yeah, and I, I just think uh, part of the 
comedy was how stupid Lloyd was. Yeah. But I I hated him. There was only one good episode, and that's episode nine when he was fighting the Trent Mikona. Yep. I agree. That was the only good fight scene. The fight scene between him and the golem wasn't all that great because he kind of just gave up right in the middle of it. Yeah, I completely agree with you. But yeah, I am going to give this anime a five. I thought that the animation was pretty solid. I enjoyed it. That's my kind of animation. I'm cool with it. Uh, Animation was beautiful. I I love fantasy aspects. I'm big into that. Story was mm, meh. I wasn't a huge fan. I I guess I'm just not a fan of harems. See, I got no problem with harems. I just don't like girls like Belt Girl. And I, I know you. that, I think that most of them have one like that, but I think that she went past. She was, like, worse than Zenitsu. She was way worse than Zenitsu, dude. Like, way, way worse. worse. Like, terribly worse. Yeah. So, I I gave that a five, and I'm... That's all I really have to say about it. I mean, four out of ten would not recommend. I'll, yep, I'll I'll give it an average rating. <laughs> nah, I would say that there's a I I think there's a lot of people that would enjoy something like that, but just not myself not, to the full extent. Nope, uh, not our cup of tea for sure. Yep. All right, so what do we got this, for next week? For next week, we are going to be jumping into. <laughs> all right. Makia, when the promised flower blooms. Oh gosh. This is streaming on Crunchyroll. This is a movie. It is 115 minutes long. Release date was February 24th, 2018. Average score, though, is an 8.3. So it ought to be better than the supposed booty bullcrap shit we just watched. I, I fucking hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I pray it's better. I would rather sit through 115 minutes of this straight than 12 episodes of that. Uh, Even if it was the same one. I, would much rather. I I can agree with that one. Yep. Anyway, this was a thanks for coming. And we'll see you next time. Okie okay, okay, anime, anime out. out.